Oh, I always get the pre-show poops. The poopies. The beaches. Yeah. Simo gets the poopies. That's sad, though. Makes me kind of yeah. sad. All right, shitty man. Let's do this <laughs> in three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. Yo, what's up, dude? Not much, my friend. Living the dream. We are, we are in the, getting to phase three in New York, so I think we're getting closer to normalcy, my friend. How, how's life over there? You know, the public is getting a lot braver to leave their house. I, I have noticed that out here, um, too. Pe- people everywhere. You know, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, at, at my job, per se... I feel like I'm just babysitting. I'm like, hi, uh, yeah. once again, I need you to keep your mask on above the nose. They're like, I heard you. Well, I don't <laughs> see you doing it. So pull it up. My question is, like, how do these people even go out? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, by now, everybody has been fucking talking about the fucking mask thing. So I don't know if this thing is, like, a trolling thing or these people just don't get it. And I, like, I wonder if I should just, like start wearing my underwear wrong, you know what I mean? Like, just covering my balls and leaving the dick hang out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking get it! It's so frustrating. We So so we have to keep uh, 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 a certain amount of people or less in the shop. And yeah. uh, I had to Ooh, lock the door. So because, cool. Well, well we, we had, um, a, we're at full capacity. So I had to lock the, the door the other day and this right. guy knocked on it. I went to the door and said, I'm sorry, we're at full capacity. He said, well, when, when will we be able to come in? Oh, I said, as soon yeah. as the people in the shop make a decision and, and finalize their purchase. And he was like, well, how much longer? I said, I don't know. He's like, we mean don't know. I said, sir, I would love for them to make a decision now and just be done with it and make my life easier. But that's not how things work. So when they are finished, I will come get you. So after two minutes, on. after two minutes, this dude is kicking the door. He's like, he's like, it's been ten minutes and it's hot out here. I said, then go grab a coffee sometime. I don't know. Go grab a coffee. Let me in. I'm burning. New Yorkers are so whiny. I got I love New York, and New Yorkers are a tough bunch. But damn, they are whiny as fuck. A bunch of little punk ass whiny bitches. What a dick. Like, what are you going to do? You tell the people, hurry up. Especially because that person probably takes forever when they're in the store too. Oh, of course. You know, (laughs) know, it's funny because New Yorkers are real quick to point out what you're doing wrong. Oh, yeah. The the rub your nose and some shit. (laughs) Absolutely. the second you give some constructive feedback to New Yorker, they're ready to, to rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's main event is brought to you by Keystone Light. Introducing first on the red corner. He's been living in New York for six months and calls it his city. He loves making phone calls on speakerphone. The rules don't apply to him, folks. He is the maskless terror. They call him Chad, the doctor douchebag. And on 
blue corner. Haley, from parts unknown, and now residing in Astoria, Queens, New York, you will wear a mask in his store. He is your favorite bodega owner, Manolito Bolas de Piedra Rincon. <laughs> What'd you say to me, motherfucker? Exactly. <laughs> I said, pull your mask up, you douche. <laughs> you look like an asshole. Speaking of assholes, uh, did you see that Jeffrey Epstein's uh, conspirator lady, I think her name is Jelaine Maxwell, was arrested. But here's the thing: she, there, I'm hearing that she has COVID now, and that they, she might need to go on a respirator. And I'm like, this sounds very convenient. You might, you might be able to convince me now, Simo. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds weird. It's already awesome. starting. Very, very fishy. Fishy, fishy. And I, I hear she, uh, she has sex tapes of him. Shit. Oh, I'm, I'm saying I hear this. Like, I have, like, an internal source, you know? Like, like <laughs> I've read this. To our uh, listeners, um, we want to make a public statement, and that is um, Carlos came to this country and worked for Epstein. And the details <laughs> are a little too personal. Um, but we will see. We will seek justice. Thank you. Um, I will speak my truth when I'm ready. But until then, <laughs> I put out some new content with uh, our good buddy Barack Ziv. He's so funny. He's great, and this one is hilarious because we kind of went like the evil villain route, and he played like a diehard German guy mixed with Doctor Evil, mixed with like a like a bad Von villain, and and he was just fantastic at it. He literally shaved his fucking hair off to play the role. So good for him. I don't think that I would do that with a bald cap. I love my hair too much. I but haven't seen this yet, so I'll check it out. It's good. We literally just went live today. So check that shit out on my YouTube page. And by the way, I need your help. Help me, you guys. Help me by following my YouTube page, which I never promote because I used to just never use it. But now I do. And it's it's called right Cuckoo now, PP Productions <laughs> by Carlos Garcia. <laughs> Two girls, one cup dot com. Uh, check it out. It's fantastic. Uh, it's at tiny.cc slash Carlos does the world. And you'll say tiny.cc. That's not YouTube. Correct. That's a shortening site because I don't have my own YouTube channel name yet because I don't have enough followers. So hook a brother up. Hit the little follow thingy. Then I can get my own link. And then from then... I can share that link. And then from then, people will watch that link and they'll be like, wow, this guy's really fucking good. And then from then, I don't know what happens from that, but hopefully. World domination. Good. That's what happens. Yeah. And chicken nuggets with unlimited sauces. And then we'll be choosing who gets COVID. Yeah. That too, I guess. Because when, when you have lots of money, you can, you can make those calls. You can say, wait, Ep- Epstein's um, friend is going public. Oh, well, we're going to give her that flu. Yeah, Trump's sitting in the White House. They, uh, she's got sex tapes, she says. Well, as president, I need to watch the sex tapes. Okay, believe me. I just need to verify that it's him. Okay, nothing sexual. Believe me. I'm going to not touch myself to it. Okay, believe me. Oh, I can't watch the sex tapes? Uh, okay, believe me. She's not going to release those tapes. Okay, believe me. Uh, let's send the COVID fairy over there. Okay, we'll make that very quick. It'll be a swift and sweeping COVID decision. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't trust that shit. You no, know, Barack is a funny guy. And to our listeners, uh, Carlos and Barack produce uh, a show called Just Kidding, 
yeah. which always have. Um, I have to give you a, a, a shout out, dude, because you always have the most diverse lineups, which I appreciate being a member of the um, the Rainbow Club, aka the LGBTQ <laughs> community. The uh, Rainbow Club sounds sweet. <laughs> yeah, the Rainbow Banana Gang. Um, <laughs> so, so th- that that's that's how we we know Baraksev. He's very talented. He has this phenomenal joke about Anne Frank. Oh, and, yeah, he's so uh, I mean, I like dark humor, but damn, this guy is so clever. Um, this sounds embarrassing, but I get Lisa Frank and Anne Frank mixed up all the time. They're cousins, you see. They There's, might be, they're... you know. <laughs> and funny you mentioned Just Kidding because the skits, we've kind of been keeping the Just Kidding name alive until we can bring it to the stage. So everything is under the Just Kidding umbrella. And so everything has like a name. And so this one is called Villain in the House. Check it out. It's good shit. It's fun shit. We're going to keep just kidding rolling until we can get back to QED. And hopefully it'll happen soon. But I don't know. Keep your eyes posted. The Frat Chat Podcast presents Running by Tracy Carnazzo. Who's going to shave my asshole? How long have you guys been together? (laughs) 23 years. Oh, my God. Uh, What do you do about your asshole hair? No, it's cool. It's just like a few of our close friends, so. If she needed help shaving it, would you help her? Oh, my God. Guys, give it up for them 23 years. Yeah, after 23 years, I would think, you know, fuck it, right? Who cares? What's he going to do, leave you? I understand it. I've been having a little bit of a problem with my self-esteem ever since the breakup. I know you guys are looking at me like, no way. Yeah, I... (laughs) I've really been struggling. I live in New York City, and I live right by a park called Forest Park. Has anyone ever heard of it? Really? Okay. It's been in the news a lot lately. That's why I thought maybe you guys would hear about it. So, so far this year, there have been seven sexual attacks on joggers after dark in Forest Park. Really dangerous. Uh, And I've been a little bit bummed out because I've been jogging there since January. Yeah. I go after work, uh, and every night, uh, I come home safe and sound. (laughs) It's a little bit upsetting. I tried a little bit of mascara, you know, nothing crazy. I'm jogging, just like to make my eyes pop, and nothing. (laughs) Nothing at all. It's kind of fucked up. You're looking at me, and, like, every single person in this room knows, like, you could catch me. It's not that. Like, I'm very... Very slow. <laughs> that was Tracy Cardazzo. She is so fucking awesome. I fucking I love, love Tracy. Tracy. Make sure you follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Trixie Tuzini, T-U-Z-Z-I-N-I. And also, she hosts a fantastic show. It's a podcast called Teen Mom Trash Talk. They have a huge following. They obviously talk about the show Teen Mom, and literally their following is fucking huge. They have thousands and thousands of followers. So check them out on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Teen Mom Podcast. And she has several podcasts, and she's been on SiriusXM. She's been all over the fucking place. But Tracy, I love you. We love you. You're the best. Tracy, you're fantastic. I have to say that I, I wear mascara at the gym. You do? Totally. Why? Because then you don't have to dress up to go work out, but I'm like, you never know. You know what I mean? Like, like it's a little something. It, it gives me, it makes me a little confident. 
Like I, you know, people will just wear the same raggy, stinky shit to gym. I'm like, no, I'm going to get an outfit together, and I'm I'm gonna you know dress for success. See, I I will not necessarily do all that because that sounds like a lot of effort. But I will wear something that you know showcases my guns a little bit. You know, and I look good. Uh, but it will definitely be old ripped up T-shirts. Like this one time, actually, I was. I was working out and I was wearing this T-shirt that I definitely just washed way too many times. So it was like, you know, like about to tear and I was curling. And as I did it, <laughs> the shirt, the sleeve was so shitty that I just like ripped. Like, <laughs> well, that's probably <laughs> a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, dude, this little, this like tiny, like 15, 16 year old kid, you can probably tell that's like his first or second day at the gym was looking over at me and he saw it. I looked at him and was like, yeah, kid. <laughs> I felt like the man. But, you know, like, my current routine right now, like, I've had to say, I, I wake up in the morning and I do uh, 63 uh, penis push-ups, you know? Uh, I'm trying to work my way up to 69, but, you know, it is tough, so I'm at 63. I, I follow that with some intensive training sessions that leave me exhausted. Sometimes, sometimes I do a little horseback polo, sometimes a little ninjutsu, you know? But then I follow that up by letting a gang of little people punch me, actually. It, uh, it like, tenderizes my muscles, but then toughens me up. And then, you know, like, leaves me kind of begging for mercy. And then lastly, this is, like, the most important thing I do, I look directly into the sun for two sets of three minutes, you know, to show my retinas that I am no bitch, motherfucker. Bomb. Yeah, pretty impressive. I know. But it wasn't always like that, you know? Before that, I was a chubby Carlos Garcia. Yeah, that's right. I was chubby. A good personality slash proverbial friend zone member. And he lived strong. He lived very strong. He was, he was <laughs> just one eating disorder away from a modeling contract. And a girlfriend, which is all he ever you wanted. You do your penis push-ups, I puke my food up. You know, it is what it is. You win Sometimes. some, you lose some. Different strokes for different folks, brah. Um, listeners, I really don't throw my food up. No, I'm I'm, I'm in recovery from an eating disorder. <laughs> now, Simo liked his laxatives, man. Yeah. So, so do, when when you like are like walking by Walgreens or something, do you like look over at the laxatives and start shaking? Like, my, no, not, my not mouth today, waters. Satan. <laughs> my, my mouth waters. Your asshole gets a little wet. Too. My asshole puckers up. <laughs> Simo, you're a big gym guy now, huh? If you know what I mean. <laughs> if I need to be in a good frame of mind, I have to look my best. I know it sounds dumb because, you know, you no, really I hear that, go man. to I hear that. the gym to, like, impress people. But just for me personally, uh, if I don't feel like I put in an effort in my appearance, I'm not going to have a good day no matter what I do. So, right, like, right. I, I guess people at the gym that have, like, two different socks on, I'm like... What kind of monster is this? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Now I'm feeling personally attacked because I kind of do that. You know, I have, I have a drawer full of socks that match and I have a drawer full of socks that don't quite match. If you're going to wear them, the gym is the perfect time because then they get all sweaty and destroyed and you can eventually throw them away. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, um, uh, I have a problem where, so I tend to work out before work. I have to be at work early. So I'm at, I'm, I'm that weirdo who's at the gym at like 6am sometimes. 
And I've uh, done that, man. And it's tough. It's tough to keep up is my problem, but I've done it. It's just, it's roof. I don't know how you can keep it up. So I'm at the gym that's early. And, you know, <laughs> that's what she said to me. She's like, she's like, how do you keep it up? I'm like, I can't. I can't because you have that's a vagina. Zero found out. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? So I, you rolled out the red carpet and I threw up. No, I, uh, so, <laughs> okay, so, so I, I tend to work out, like, early in the morning, but mm-hmm. my problem is that, like, in between sets, I've been known to doze off on the bench press. Had this happened uh, to you before? Like, you fall asleep? I will fall, so, absolutely, so, so I'll do, um, a set of, I don't know, like, 10 or 12 reps just to start off with. And then in between sets, I'll, I'll just stretch a little bit. I'm laying down, and then I might just close, like, one eye just for a second. And the next thing I know, I got someone nudging me, like, hey, dude, like, are you almost done? And I'm like, oh, my God, how long? What time is it? Have I been asleep for a long time? Ever since the chloroform hit. Can you call my boss and tell them I'll be there soon? No. You know? Yeah, it's honestly my biggest problem was actually the bench press when working out early morning because when I bench press, I used to like to go meathead style, you know. Wait, it doesn't sound right saying it like this. Well, let me tell you something, brother. The comedian with the largest arms in the world, dude, decided when he went to the gym, he didn't fuck around, brother. So he would come in crying and banging, brother, and putting the whole gym on his back, dude. And he would make sure to pump some out, sometimes up to 315, brother, every single Monday night and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. He would rest Saturday. But then Sunday, he'd be at Clanging and bagging again, dude. So then he would ask, What you gonna do, brother? What you gonna do when Carlos Garcia runs wild on you? Okay, that's it. I'm exhausted now. But it's so hard to like do it in the morning because you're like, like you said, you're sleepy, but it makes me not want to necessarily push something heavy over my fucking chest. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of tough. <laughs> well, I'm not benching that much. Oh, well, aren't you weak? You're kind of swole these days, Simo. I'm just benching 10 pounds with my pinkies up. I can't you know. tell if that's a perverted comment. Um, I, I think, um, <laughs> uh, COVID's going to change a lot, but before, before COVID, I would clean off the equipment after I was done using it, but I didn't really clean it off before I used it because I really wasn't that big about germs. What was your right. routine? Were you polite and cleaned off after you sweated all over? Because I know you like to sweat a lot. Um, <laughs> did you did you clean uh, off things after you used it, or were you an asshole? I, I would uh, bring in my own towels, actually. They were just paper towels, and then I would actually wipe my sweaty balls on them, and then I would use those to wipe down the equipment after I was done. Mm, so so people, would actually, people would actually think I'm being polite, but in reality, I was leaving my balls swept behind. I love <laughs> it. Now I'm a wiper. I'm a wiper, front to back, side to side. Front to back, repeat. side this is front to back and a pool in the sack is what my mom taught me. Oh, God damn it, and repeat as needed. Yeah. Uh, dude, I've, I've seen some disgusting, sweaty fucking people, though, just leave shit, sweat all over machines that I want to use. Uh, and it's like, come on, man. Like, I've had to tell people a couple times to do it. But it's the worst. And sometimes the worst, though, actually, is when the gym is out of the wipes. So there's nothing you can do anyways. So... Actually, like, I'm honestly, like, I don't even miss the gym right now, to be honest. Like, oh, I, I used it. to love the gym, 
But I've been digging my home workouts where there's no equipment that's taken. Nothing is fucking missing. Nothing is disgusting unless unless I make it disgusting. <laughs> like it's my fucking sweat everywhere. And I, mean, I don't know. It's 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 kind of nice to be able to do everything, if not more, because it's made me think outside the box. So I bought a jump rope. I did all kinds of different things. And I, don't know, I definitely think that when I have that Hollywood money, I'm gonna get. I'm I'm gonna be like the Rock and just like have my own fucking gym or something oh, like that. Oh, that's like. like- this sounds amazing. I um That's like uh, the dream. I don't like to share things just in general. Um mm-hmm. so at the gym I I don't like t- for people to interrupt me and say, Hey, can I work in a set? Because I'm normally pretty quick on the equipment. I hate that shit. I like, hate- hey, can I work in a set? And I'll just say no. <laughs> hey man, can you do you mind if I work in a set? And I'll say, Yeah, I do mind. Actually that machine over there will target the same muscle group. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I just say, dude, I'm almost done. Literally, two more sets. Give me a minute. I'm quick. And, and then and they'll stand on. right there and they'll huff and puff like, oh my god, yeah. this guy's taking forever. But that's you know what? That that's what happens when you take that pre-workout mix. It makes you fucking crazy. Extreme. Dude, I can't do pre-workout. I did it. I did it a couple times. I actually worked out with Gazo one time. And it literally made me feel like I was having a heart attack. Yeah. So I was like, after after it makes that, my ears I was like, tingle. No. Extreme. I think for marketing purposes, we should do something different this season. You know, because like everybody's used to me being the foreigner now, and then you being the gay one. But I think we should switch it up. And I actually made it legally official. You know, I. Uh, and burn your birth certificate. So I'm I'm now gonna be the gay one, Simo. Uh, so you, you can be the foreign one, okay? I so knew be- it. <laughs> I bet money I know, I, on this years ago. Yep. Yeah. I just been. I just. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I can't tell Julie yet, even though she's currently in the other room. But you know, we'll 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 tell her one day. I knew. Twenty years after. Twenty years after her wedding, you know, she'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> It happens, you know, everyone has their own journey. Don't feel bad about that. Don't feel bad about that. You know, you be the best you you can be. And that means you have three dicks in your mouth at one time. It's so be it. That means you're talented as fuck. And in prison, they call that valuable. Yeah. (laughs) In prison, I learned they call it losing your wheels if you get ass raped in in prison. Oh, really? They'll ask if you lost your wheels. Did you lose your wheels? And I was like, what does that mean? And they're like, ass raped. I'm like, how do I sign up? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a sign-up sheet? Do I have to, do I pull a number? Is there, do I need, everyone pulls a number at the meat market, right? Where do I pull this number? (laughs) Okay, so, so. When did you start working out? When made you start working out? Okay, so, um, uh, real talk, guys, real talk. Um, Simo may or may not but probably does suffer from depression. And so when you have, when you grew up uh, with depression and an eating disorder, it's kind of hard to like gauge medication because a lot of medicines make, will boost your appetites or suppress your appetites. And it's both kind of dangerous when, when you are um, uh, dealing with so many issues. So um, one of the ways for me to curb my, um, negative thoughts are simply to just exhaust myself. And so yeah. um, I got into working out simply because it was recommended by um, 
my doctors and I just had a lot of pent up rage and I needed an outlet. So that's why, you know, that's, I got into yoga and I felt it was boring. So I got into fitness and, um, uh, jerking off fish and jerking off, you know, now I will say that (laughs) uh, I was always auditioning for, um, like the, to be the funny sidekick, but I did notice that if I looked better with my shirt off, um, I was a lot more marketable. And so um, when I got into modeling post-college, I just kind of stuck with their uh, fitness regimen and their their, um, diet. Old school Chris was tired of being the sidekick. So old school Chris decided to work out and be a model. It was all going great until old school Chris realized one thing. He's a jack loser. Come on one last adventure and watch old Chris become marketable Chris in Old School Chris 4, the sidekick, rated PG-13. We should have really stopped at 3, but it's a four-parter, stupid! So, I guess I, I hope to always be in shape and I hope I value it forever because I, ultimately it will make me more marketable if I ever get an opportunity. So yeah, for sure. And, and honestly, I think that when I don't work out, cause I, every once in a while, every, like, I feel like for like a month, every year, I just say, fuck it. I let myself go. And I do notice that if I don't work out, I do start feeling shittier, which then makes me eat worse. And then it kind of makes me then feel a little more depressed. And it does take you down that route where I feel like meanwhile, when I work out and I have a routine, I can, I feel better all around, you know? Yeah. One thing I've been doing actually is writing down the workouts that I want to do every week. So I do it. I write them down on Sunday night, you know, like I'm going to do this, this, this. And I just need to make sure that I do all the workouts that are on the paper that week, you know? So it at least makes me like accountable to myself. You know, so it makes me make sure that I do it because otherwise I feel like a piece of shit. It's nice to have like a tribe or if you're not that focused, it's nice to have like a workout buddy to keep you motivated, to keep it fun. Yeah, but I I hate working out with people sometimes. It depends. I used to love it. But now because like you said, like I go in there, especially if I'm pissed off or I just need like a minute. I like being able to get rid of all my energy and just be not have to worry about well who spots you when you're doing those max lifts bro well back then i was i was going with my friends for sure because you know i was like my meathead day so but it was like yeah brother let's pump that shit out pump it pump it now it's like more like I, i do it for different reasons and i'd definitely rather like do more reps and less weight and go for that you know, try to get more tone. You should come with me to body and pole. I told you I wouldn't do any sex work with you anymore, Simo. <laughs> so, so everyone, body and pole is a phenomenal um, LGBTQ friendly gym in Chelsea, New York. And you name it, they got it. If you want to take, if you want to learn how to dance in a hula hoop suspended from the ceiling, they got you. I do pole dance classes there and I fell in love with it. And so with my fitness journey, I was like, wow, pole dancing is such an intense workout that doesn't feel like you're working out. And it's the best core training that I could get a hold of. 
Um, so I challenge you to come with me to a pole dance class when this quarantine nonsense is done. Uh, and I think we should. I don't think I'm it. built. I don't think I'm built for pole dancing at all. I think I'm gonna fucking die. There is an inner stripper thick. in you, and I think our fans would like to see you attempt. I've, I mean, I've stripped before. Come on. At a family reunion, because you wanted to sit at the big boy table, and you're like, I'm a big boy. Look what this big boy can do. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a big boy now, Grandma? Yeah. <laughs> you know what randomly inspired me to get fit? When I growing up, like watching The Rock bouncing his packs as he walked out to the ring, I thought it was like the coolest thing. And I think I secretly started working out just so I could like be able to bounce my boobs. And when I'm done lifting, I like look in the mirror and I like bounce them up. It's like I feel I feel like the man. I'm not gonna lie. You swam but, as I, a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. I did, was a swimmer. Do they make you do weightlifting? Um, not when you are young. Per se, you would do a lot of stretch cord things like that, but you just swim a fuck ton. But, I mean, you don't want to get too thick as a swimmer either. You want to be more lean. Um, but once, once I like turned like 15 or 16, uh, we started doing more like lifting after after practice type thing. But then I kind of really just fell in love with the gym myself. Because for me, it was really like all my heroes growing up were like these big jack dudes. Like thinking back on it, like like it was like The Rock, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Movie wise, it was like Schwarzenegger, uh, Stallone, all those guys. And they call Simo the gay one. Like, I always was, like, a big action movie buff and with the wrestling and boxing, fighting, whatever. I guess I just wanted to look like the guys I, I looked up to, you know what I mean? Sounds totally straight. Right. It definitely made me start lifting more, but it, I think it made me a terrible swimmer in the end. <laughs> I was not that good, anyways. He was awful. Like, my brother was really good. I was, like, mediocre at best. <laughs> he could drown in his tears. There's some sort of, like, beer chug run that they do um, in New York where, like, you drink, you pound the beer, you run a lap, you pound the beer, you shotgun a beer, run a lap, you, so you drink it. So I think you drink a total of four beers for one mile. That's it. So you have to run after chugging a beer. So oh, that sucks, though. I don't want to do that. I would totally I do like... it. I would barf everywhere, but I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it happened. I don't want to barf everywhere. It's not like if it was college or something where it's cool to look like fucking <laughs> puking everywhere. But I'm 32 years old, man. Like, <laughs> so, <it was> like, <laughs> question like, for hey, you: Look over at Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever barfed at the gym before? No, never. No? Because I'm a bad motherfucker. I felt like barfing before, but I mostly feel like barfing after like extreme cardio. And not necessarily like lifting. I've definitely barfed plenty of times at the gym, but but I, I I will make myself go work out if I'm hungover as like a punishment for overindulging. Um, yeah. But I've been known to yak, but I'm not like yak so in the middle of the floor, too, like in the bathroom, you know. Right, and and honestly, being hungover, I'm sure it definitely plays into it. And do you take like pre workouts or things like that? Um, this year I started to. You know, this this year, my my, my trainer was like you you're not um squatting i'm like no i don't really feel comfortable doing it without someone like helping me he's right. like he's like that's that's a game changer i was like okay well i i don't really care about my legs i just want to look good in a sport coat and uh, he's like no no no, no, no <laughs> trust me but i have to say like working your your legs po- um well the way he explained to me is that it 
produces so much more testosterone, which will help yeah, you to achieve to more uh, of your fitness goals. And yep. uh, I'm definitely liking the results, but my stomach doesn't look like what it used to look like. I'm getting a little uh-huh. beefier, but I do not have that runaway model-ready physique I used to have, and I don't right. like that. What do they um, call the guys at the gyms that, that, that like, groan too much? Uh, the meatheads? Yeah, the meatheads. Is there, like, a term for that? I feel like Planet Fitness has, like, a term for it. Uh, a lug or something? A lug? Yeah. A log? Something like that. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, do you, when you lift, are you like, Hurr! Hurr! Nah, really. that's actually how I orgasm though. <laughs> 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 Honestly, unless like, this is very rare, but like I've been, I've been doing these curls right now where I, I take a, a dumbbell, like a 40 pounder and I just curl it with both my both hands like, as if it was like a curling bar one, you know, mm-hmm. and then I do sets of 30 and by the third set of 30, you know, you're, you're fucking feeling it. So I definitely get that little extra grunt, but I, I hate the people at the gym who are like, ah, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Relax. Like, relax. You don't need to do all that. You're doing too much. Brah. That's annoying. Snap. No, I also can't stand. I can't tell you how. Now, now I'm, I like to think of myself as a pretty fit person and I, and I've mm-hmm. definitely been on my game for over a decade. Last, I don't know, 15 years. I've been, I've been doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But I can't tell you how many people approach me at the gym to offer me advice or try to intercept how much weight oh I'm lifting. My because because like, I'm small. Up. I'm a small frame guy. So unless yeah. unless you saw me in a speedo at the beach, you may not know that I, I work out. So um, if I'm wearing just like as a t-shirt and track pants at the gym, I, I can see how many people are a little concerned when they see me carrying over you know weights to up to their bench. It's just it's just frustrating to me. You see, and that's why I hate the gym now. It's like I hate people. I think that's what I realized. I think I think stand up and being an entertainer has made me like people per se. But it's like by the time we're done entertaining, I I kind of just like don't want to see people anymore. You know, <laughs> I want to be left alone because I'm surrounded by people all day. Totally. You know. So I, I feel like that's why it's like I, nowadays I, I have enough equipment at home where I pretty much don't even need to go back to the gym. I'm, I'm debating just canceling my membership until the winter or just freezing it, you know. I'm excited to go back to the gym, but I'm just nervous about germs. And that's another reason why I want to go back to the fucking gym, man. People are gross. There's sweaty balls everywhere. The bathrooms are never clean. It's like, I mean, it just depends on the gym. I get. I've been, I've been to some really nice ones. But, you know, for the most part, I'm always disappointed because there's always some gross asshole doing something gross in front of me. And it just kills it for me because I get neurotic as shit. What's up with the gross assholes that like to use the hand dryer on their fucking nuts? On their nuts, man. Like, I heard that ooh. women do that, too. They they dry off their, their um, cha-chas the with the hand dryer. They vajayjays. The- <laughs> gross. <laughs> what if they queef? Does it bounce back in? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like, come on, dude. And if you think about it, if, you, if you're if you doing that, you know for a fact that some other dude did that before you. So it's like you're just sitting there and some other dude's ball juices just frothing in it too. I, I, don't, I don't, you know, you know, I don't like it, Simo. I had this trainer. This was, this was short-lived. This was back in Chicago before I moved here. Uh, and, um, she was probably the best trainer I think I've ever had. Like she was definitely like really? the most motivating, uh, but she didn't look 
like she would be a trainer. So I guess my question for you is, um, if someone had a phenomenal track record and awesome ratings, but didn't look the parts, would you dish up money to have to take a chance on this person as a trainer? At the end of the day, as long as they actually have the knowledge, as long as the track record is proven, I don't really give a shit. You know, as long as they can mm-hmm. teach me, I'm cool. But I will say. It's definitely sort of like going to like the barber shop and then going to get your hair cut and looking at the guy who's going to cut your hair and then his hair looks like shit. You might be like, I don't know if I want to do this, you know? It's going to make right, you question. Right. I see both sides. you're going to sit there. <laughs> if, you, if your dentist has no teeth in his mouth, you know, yeah, right? I, I it's like, it. it's like can, I, can I get a different dentist? Uh, I don't feel comfortable here. My thing was always like trying to go on crazy diets or like limit what I eat, but now... Uh, I mean, I, I still watch out what I eat, obviously. I try to do my cheats on weekends, but I've been making it a point to burn over 3,000 calories a day to make sure I do that. And usually I try to stay at like 3,300, 3,400, 3,500 a day. And then I've gotten up like on Saturday, 4th of July, I ate a lot, but I also burned like 4,000 calories that day. So that being said, you know, you, if you're burning more than you're eating, you're going to, you're going to lose weight, you know? So, Wait, so what do you do to burn so many calories? Are you, are you running a lot? I'm doing, so I'll do like a workout and you know, that'll get you depending on the type of workout. Like for example, a jump rope workout, 40 minutes and on, on like between sets and stuff, that'll get you like 500 calories right there. Um, and same thing with, you know, if you do like an hour, you can burn up to like 700 calories. Uh, you know, with a good lift, like in a good challenging lift or at home workout, you can burn up to like 400 calories in an hour. And then I've been making it a point to go on at least one walk a day, whether it's in the morning or at nighttime and walking burns a fucking shit ton of calories. And it it actually puts you on fat burning mode, which is good for you. You're not walking through the the McDonald's drive through, are you? Yeah, right. I'm going around and I get a Big Mac and then I'm. Oh my on. gosh! I used to jog to McDonald's and get an ice cream and then jog back. That's awesome though. I, I love that. <laughs> that's my reward for my. That's, that's in my in my early twenties. I also used to jog with um, um, mace or pepper spray because um, I was always afraid. There's like these like jacked up mangy looking cats that were like vicious, and wow. and in Chicago you have like there's coyotes on the beach. I'm like, I don't have time for none of this shit. So come at me. I'm going to squirt you. (laughs) People are like, are you scared of jaw, Chris? Like, are you you afraid that you're going to get jumped? No, I'm scared of coyotes. What do you know about coyotes? All I know about coyotes is that they are very good at science experiments. However, they don't always get the job done because the roadrunner always gets away. Meet me. Well, well, Acme should send out some recalls. Some of that stuff's pretty <laughs> bogus. Poor Coyote. I, I, I secretly like wanted him to win every time. Oh, my gosh. But he me never too. did. Um, okay, did. so um, question for you. Do you, um, do you ever look at people or even like friends of yours or people you went to college with and think to, think to yourself, if they just value fitness or they just value themselves, um, they would be a lot healthier? I mean, I don't, I don't look at it like that. Jesus, condescending man. <laughs> I, it's upsetting to me that you see people who used to like, like I, I see people and like, I know it sounds like an, it's like an asshole for sure, but I yeah. see people that I would look up to from a fitness standpoint. And then I guess, you know, you know, priorities change as you get older. But I think to myself, like, 
like, wow, like, like, are you okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? I honestly used to be way worse about it, but nowadays I, I try not to judge too hard though, because, you know, like I said, I, I pick a time of the year where I just say fuck it and I let myself go for like a month. So, you know, I, you, I, I feel like everybody fluctuates. So at the end of the day, as long as they are healthy enough and they're happy, it's cool. But everybody could always be healthier. Like sometimes it's like, man, if I just stopped eating candy ever or pizza or, you know, never drank alcohol again, I could look so good. But do I want to do all that? <laughs> I want to I feel good and look good, but not necessarily live unhappily. That's why I've been doing the burning more calories thing. And so far, so good. But I also don't drink a ton anymore. And ever since quarantine, like, I, I maybe drank a handful of times. So yeah, man. I mean, I mean, Liquor has so many calories. You know, I, I have does. a coworker who he just doesn't really work out. And he's naturally thin. Uh, but he, he's like, eh, I don't really need to. He's like, people like us. And I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't. I don't want you to associate me with people like you. No, because, <laughs> because I, I guarantee if I didn't work out as much as I did, that I, I would have a much a very different physique. And I, I don't want to be that, that skinny guy with a huge beer belly. You know what I mean? I think that's what you my mean, body type would be. Old school Chris now has a beer belly with <laughs> PG-13. I feel like now, though, like the dad body's in. So I couldn't, you know, you can kind of be like, look like anything. I think that growing up, I was such a dork. And in high school, I was such a dork. And in college... Um, still pretty much a, a, a dork. Uh, but it wasn't after college when I started taking fitness more seriously and started getting complimented on, on my um, physique that I feel like I still have the mindset of a dork. And so when I hear people right. say things to me um, that are very complimentary, I, I almost immediately reject it because I'm because my goal in life is just to be the funny one. I don't care about being right. the sexy one. It would be nice to be the sexy one, but I'm okay with just being the funny one. Um, but it's almost in disbelief when people um, when people say nice things or if someone shows interest. I'm always like, really? Because I just in my mind, I'm forever thinking of Chris with the braces and <laughs> the really bad sugar cuts and the, the clothes that are too baggy. He's old school. Chris. Yeah. Do you still it's, think of yourself as a former fat kid? Oh, of course. And to and however, I've learned to embrace him though, you know, and put him into everything I do now and somewhere or another. I've realized it was that fat kid that had the dream that I'm following now. You know what I mean? So it's like I used to try to run away from it, but that's where like my sense of humor came from. That's where my personality came from. That's that's where everything that I put together to do what I do now came from. So me shunning it is like the dumbest shit I could do. And so I make sure now, like, whether it's the skits that I put out or my shit that I do on stage, like, I'm pleasing that kid. And, wow, that sounds wrong. I'm pleasing that kid. Yucky. <laughs> um, Jerry Fogel, <laughs> you have some competition. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm trying to, you know, scratch that entertainment itch that I had as a kid. And I'm trying to be... Just funny to 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 the chubby Carlos, you know what I mean? And it's, what would young chubby Carlos say to college Carlos, who was like um, having lots of sex? <laughs> I did it, and I'm not fat anymore, so that's good. <laughs> that's always nice to know as well. Uh, I think I would be very very happy. I have to say, the last few days I've eaten um, two lobster rolls a day. Wow, that's so jealous. 
And I was, and I was thinking to myself, like, is, is seafood healthy? Now, I heard they eat too much seafood. You can have, like, a mercury poisoning. I think it depends on the fish, though. It's like oh, tuna really? and, some, and some other shit. Um, yeah, because there's people who are pescatarians, and that's pretty much all they eat. So I love seafood. You just got to oh rotate the fish. God. I, I heard if you eat too much seafood, it turns you gay. So watch out for that. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah, because if you don't like fish, if you're sick of fish, <laughs> college is going to be a rude awakening for you. I hear a lot of fish as the gateway drug to some dick. That's just what they yeah, say. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's all, those, all those nasty vajayjays turn me gay. That's why, that's why if you go to the White House, Mike Pence and Donald Trump are sitting and surrounded by Big Macs, you know. Just to be safe, you know. So that's why you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why you eat one every Sunday, just to make sure. You know, um, just in case they're right. <laughs> when I was growing up, my mom was really into Jane Fonda tapes. Oh God! Yeah, my mom watched those too, and she, she also I, had the Butt Master and Thigh Master by Suzanne yeah, Summers. Yeah, dude. Uh, and remember Buns of Steel? I don't remember that, but I'm intrigued. Buns I want of Buns of Steel. Yeah, who doesn't, man? I think I think if yeah. I was a girl, I'd, I kind of would want a fat guy more than a rib guy, because for one thing, you know the fat guy will always take you to the best places to eat. Uh, they're gonna snuggle you. Much better than the Jack guy. Their clothes will be super, super comfortable if you're wear a hoodie, sweatshirt, T-shirt, you name it. And I feel, and this is just me being a former fat kid myself, now I turn into incredible entertainer, that they just have better personalities. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there are some dickhead fat people out there. Don't get me wrong. But there's dickheads in every people. So I, I, I make a good case that if I was a girl, I'd want a fat guy. Don't you love when there's... Dickhead fit people um, kind of uh, lose it when you look when yeah. you stalk them on Facebook 20 years later and you're like, Oh, this is what you look like now. <laughs> 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 you should have been nice to me in the cafeteria. Yeah, I guess no hard feelings, right? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I think it's about that time. Yeah, I think so too. And before we get out of here, as always, make sure you follow us on all social networks at Frat Chat Podcast. Follow me at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on TikTok, on Twitter. It's at Carlos Does World. Everything else, Carlos Does the World. And make sure you follow Simo on Twitter at Seymour Comedy and on Instagram at Chris.Moore.Comedy. Lastly, make sure to follow our good buddy Gazzo and, of course, the Moon Life because they're fucking awesome. Yeah. You can follow Gazzo on Instagram at Gazzo Music and on Twitter at Gazzo. And of course, follow our sponsor, The Moon Life, on Instagram at The Moon Life Clothing and check out their website, themoonlife.com. Now get us the fuck out of here, Mr. Mo. Uh, motion to adjourn. Uh, great. Let's get the fuck out. Ciao. Yeah. Love you guys. See ya. See ya.